Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. This is our coming soon and news segment, where we cover all things that are coming soon in the world of films and releasing within the next few days or so, as well as discuss some film news. Right, Matt? Sweet. Yeah. So I'm Joel Cunningham, and I am here with... Matt Hay. Matt Hay. How's it going, Matt Hay? It's going well, man. How are you? I'm good. A little tired. Yeah? Yeah, a little little sleepy. sleepy. Yeah, okay. might take some naps after. Okay. How about after? Take, wait okay, after. that's a good idea. <laughs> We're doing a show. <laughs> it's probably good to stay away for the. If you hear some snoring, just poke me with a stick. Okay, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about some upcoming films that are going to be coming out within the next few days, like I mentioned. And uh, Matt, why don't you? Uh, why don't you hit us off? Why don't you take us off into this wonderful world of upcoming films? Right this weekend, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna start us off strong here because I, I feel like this is gonna be one of the strongest ones of the weekend. <laughs> yeah, this is not looking like. To be honest, a very good weekend for us as reviewers. It's not unless you know. unless you are into the uh, suspense horror thriller genre, as I am. So I am there excited for the film Get Out. Oh, good segue. That is coming out, <laughs> um, and so it's uh, it's about a young African American man who visits his Caucasian uh, girlfriend's mysterious family estate. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's starring uh, Allison Williams, Daniel Kaluuya, 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 and Hallelujah, it's, uh, Kaluuya. But I think more noteworthy on this, it's directed and written by Jordan Peele. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So let me just uh, rewind here and, and preface this with: I saw this trailer months ago, mm-hmm. and and it's like you know, written by Jordan Peele. Uh, directed by Jordan Peele, and then yeah. it started. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be a comedy. <laughs> you, you think know? it's gonna be a joke? This, this is, is comedy. This is yeah. off the heels of Keanu. You yes, know? yeah. And so I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm ready to see this thing, and I'm like, okay, okay, I get it. So it's, and then okay, it's not funny yet. You know yeah. what's happening? <laughs> and things start getting really yeah. weird. And the the first trailer that was released, there, were, it was very, very like, um, uh, very strange, very yeah. Twilight Zoney. It felt very cheesy. Kind of like cheesy, like, hey, we're boyfriend and girlfriend. We're going to go At visit first, the family. Yeah. And then it was, like, it was like the- You st- thought it was a setup st- for hijinks. And yeah. like a Stepford Wives thing sort yeah. of happened. Like yeah. the weird, you know, these people are not real people. Yes. Are, are the aliens a robot? What is happening <laughs> right now? Yeah. And, uh, but more importantly, the first one that I saw, though, was more of a montage of just really weird images and, yeah. the, and like very brief scenes. And I was like, what is happening? I, did, I finished watching it. I didn't even know what was going on, but yeah. I was like- I feel like I need to know more about what's happening here. <laughs> then another one came out later, mm-hmm. uh, another trailer where they further expanded it a little bit. I was like, oh, okay, this is crazy. And I, <laughs> I guess I just, first I was just kind of just blown away and baffled by the fact that this is a Jordan Peele movie. Yeah, right? part of me still hopes that deep down, like deep down we're going to go to the movie and it's going to be like, surprise, it actually is a comedy. You know, it's all going to be a setup to a joke. That's I think there'd be a lot of upset people probably, if that were the probably. case. It probably wouldn't be getting as good of ratings as it is right that now if that were the case as well. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, so if <laughs> I really hope people aren't laughing at this movie. <laughs> yeah, probably That's not. not a good sign. So I will say this. I, I just got back from watching another film in the theater, and they played this as a preview. I didn't tell you about this. Okay. And the guy sitting, and I can't stand when people do this, but he's sitting like five seats down from me, and he just goes, well, that looks stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like wow, buddy! Like you're just gonna put that out there for everybody to hear. I think it looks really freaky. Yeah. I'm actually I'm excited to see. I'm a, a fan of the genre, so yeah. I, I think um, I think it'll be I think it'll be pretty good. And if if the 
the buzz about it is is any indication. It's got a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, yeah. it's only with twenty three critics, but still, that's that's pretty legit so far. Yeah. Um. So I personally am pretty excited to check it out. I, I think it it looks like it's going to be kind of one of those weird things. We don't know what's happening till the last act, and I yeah. we'll, we'll, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it's got a good combination of what looks like real horror, but psychological kind right. of horror as well. I like psychological. There's some, yeah, there's some visuals that definitely stand out as like like the scene where I, I don't know the character, but he's running towards Daniel's character. Oh, so freaky. And he's just like this blindly like run right at them and some of the awkward stares they do at people right I, i'm hoping because it does I, I i second what you're saying with the whole stepford wives thing yeah. it kind of has a bit of like a weird feel like that at the beginning i'm hoping that maybe they're doing that on purpose that maybe they're using that to kind of juxtapose right what your expectations would be with what the reality is and make it even more freaky right it's like when you see a little girl or a little kid in a scary movie you're like okay this is going to be really bad yeah, yeah, yeah usually that's okay <laughs> so i'm hoping that's kind of what they're setting up i i would say that the one kind of small aspect that i'm a little bit wary of is the acting does look a little kind of weird Oh, does it? Yeah, to me, just okay. to me. There's a bit. There's a few times, and I, I will say this: is, <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of horror. We've already talked yeah, about this right, many right, times. Right. <laughs> I'll still try if you know if it's a great movie. I'll still probably do my best to power through and and make it happen. But there's just been a couple shots in the preview and the trailer that's kind of made me think. Yeah, it looks a little silly, like the way that they're kind of like overemphasizing that element or something. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I, don't, I have no idea what to expect. I mean, even yeah. there's this this like just kind of this aura of like mystery around it, you know, and, um, and just kind of like mystery, not in a sense of what the movie's about, but more so about like, I don't even know what they're trying to tell me, but like that, there's that sequence where she's like sink into the floor. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. And he just (laughs) kind of goes into the bed. I understand like she was trying to like hypnotize him or something like that. But anyways, yeah, I am, I'm really looking forward to this. Um, so I would say this, I looking into like kind of the production stuff a little bit here. So it's, it's cinematographers, Toby Oliver. Okay. This is the first time working with Jordan Peele and he's kind of, I would say this, he hasn't done anything yet that's really been like, oh my goodness, with that. It, he's he's with Bloomhouse Productions, which they're not really known for their standout visual style. They're known for their like effective but cheap production right. of horror movies. Bloomhouse is, is yeah. incredibly efficient at that these days. Absolutely, yeah. So I, I'm hoping that maybe this is something that stretched them and pushed them into a new area. I'm, I am excited to see Jordan Peele break into a whole new genre and see what he can do with it, and I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. No, that's right. And side note, I love Blumhouse lately, yeah, actually. I they called it Blumhouse, didn't I? Yeah, it's yeah. all good. It's all right. His name's Jason Blum. That's why oh, uh, Blumhouse. Anyway, so yeah. he, um, he, he, and I think I'm just excited about them because he's like, he's like besties now. Jason Blum's besties with Shyamalan. Mm-hmm. And they're like, that's what their model is. And they make a ton of money. They're a yeah. great business model. You yeah. know, make a horror film for $5 million. Yeah, Split was super successful for right. this year. And I didn't even know this. I didn't know that the rights to break um, Unbreakable, which right. is kind of a spiritual sequel or successor to this the Split film, is actually the rights to that film are actually owned by Disney. And so oh, okay, so they got to figure that out. Yeah, they got to figure out the rights. That's one of the issues. He's like, basically, M Night Shyamalan basically said, "I'm going to write the script." Yeah, and then we'll decide we'll how we're going to figure handle, that out. Yeah, so how we're going to handle rights. We'll see how uh, uh, Jason's like event. business uh, savvy comes into play for yeah. that. Yeah, so hopefully they can secure him. Yeah. Anyway, so I I would have to rate this thing uh, probably eight in excitement. I'm pretty excited to see it. Okay, I'd give it a little lower. I'd probably put it like a seven and a half. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like. I'll give it a little lower, like a two. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do. I have a little bit. I'm excited. I'm, I think 
it's just mostly the visual style that I'm a little bit concerned with with the acting. So, yeah. Well, we'll see. I'm excited to overall give it a shot to do we well. We shall see. Yeah, so ne- what's next on the list, man? Next on the list is a film called Collide. <laughs> now, Collide is- uh, I'm laughing at that because, <laughs> oh man, just the, the idea of Collide alone is making me laugh. So right. go for it. So it's, it's about an American backpacker who gets involved with the- ring of drug smugglers as their driver, though he winds up on the run from his employers across, uh, I don't even know how, Cologne, Cologne High Speed Autobahn. Okay, so it's a foreign name. Yeah. Um, so I'm blanking on the pronunciation right, right, right now for some reason as well. So uh, Nicholas Holt, yeah. um, whom, whom I like, uh, Felicity Jones, who I really like as well, Anthony Hopkins, Ben Kingsley, Okay, so there's there's a lot of great acting talent um, in this film, and I, I watched a trailer recently, and I have no idea what's going on in this. Um, yeah. So they, what they fail to mention in the synopsis of this film is that what spurs him, the the main character Nicholas Holt, to like start working uh, for these drug smugglers is. This this girl that he meets, Felicity Jones character, <laughs> yeah. like starts having seizures like in the snow. And yes. she's like, What? And it's like, what's going on? Is yeah. she has like kidney failure, she needs a new kidney and he needs some money. <laughs> yeah. And so that's why he starts working with the drug smugglers. They totally right. f- fail to mention that. But then um Ben Kingsley shows up and he's all like the Mandarin from Iron Man Three. <laughs> and So she's sick, like she wasn't a monster calls. Right, yeah. exactly. So Felicity Jones again is dying, yeah. like in a monster calls. Yeah. We've uh, got Anthony Hopkins, which I guess he came from, I don't know, some other project that he was working on to like I'm guessing he had like two days of work in this because they probably just wanted to get a name in there to try and add a little bit of Right, you, yeah. like, and yeah, you're right because a lot of studios will do that to add a name to a, a, a list of people that are going to be in the cast. Um, yeah. And where you're right, he could probably be there and knock it out in two or three days. Yeah, you know, all of his parts. <laughs> I'm guessing he's getting up there. I think Westworld. It was very obvious that he did a great job with the character, but mm-hmm. it's very obvious that he's kind of. It looks like he's getting a little older. It's getting a little more yeah, difficult for him. A little to more kinda, taxing. Yeah, a little more taxing. But so. he's great, though. I mean, he. I mean, that's that's the thing, though. True about Anthony Hopkins is it. And you'll see actors do that. Even Anthony Hopkins, like he's in the newest Transformers movie, which I'm not really looking forward to coming out. Yeah. But, but he always adds weight. Right. And the word that I hear all the time is gravitas, right. you know? I mean, this, the the reason I say that is if you look at a lot, he's never been a huge physical actor. Mm-hmm. You know, he's always been more of like the kind of stand. And cerebral. Cerebral. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you think of Silence of the Lambs, he's stuck in a jail cell most of the film. It, but he had a intensity to himself mm-hmm. through his demeanor just his standing presence had an intensity to it right and as he's gotten a bit older now it's kind of like well he still sounds cool and he still kind of fits the roles but he doesn't have at least to me that same level of intensity like maybe he's on a scale one to ten before he's at like a nine now he's at like a five to me right so i, I don't know so here's the deal so anthony hopkins in it you're right so they, they kind of promote him as a, being a pretty major part of this film which yeah. you're right which he may not even be right. like you like you know his presence is there but he won't even be in the movie that much mm-hmm. Ben Kingsley I don't know what what is going on with him because I feel like I haven't seen him in, in anything big or noteworthy but he's a great actor yeah so I don't know what's going on there and it's a very silly character he's playing it yeah. seems like in this uh, the action seems silly um, the dialogue seems silly yeah. and it seems like it's, it's totally a little bit 
confused yeah, as to I, what it wants to be. I mean, looking at what he's been involved in, because I, I as well, I haven't seen him in too much. I mean, 2015, 2016, he really didn't have too much. He was Bajira, the voice of Bajira in the Jungle Book, but Bagheera. Bagheera, sorry. Yeah. Bagheera, <laughs> yeah. So he was the voice, but other than that, he really didn't have a lot of two roles. But then 2017, 2018, looks like he's got like a ton of projects. So maybe he was just having like a really off year and he's just trying to look for a project to kind of get involved with. I'm, yeah, you I'm, know? I'm glad you reminded me of that because Bagheera was Bagheera, awesome. Yeah. He was pro- he's probably my favorite character in the Jungle Book movie. Yeah, he was really good there. <laughs> the other thing I will say about this film is I'm mixed bag for me and Nicholas Holt. I feel like I've seen him in some things and thought he was okay. Yep. In other things, he just comes across as being a little wooden to me. And I, I don't know why that is. I think maybe it's just like the way that he processes things. And it's not just because one of his famous movies is a movie's a zombie. Like there's just like a yeah. d- like a weird deadness to him in a lot of ways. And I think this role is definitely very stretching for him. Yeah. He's very much reaching to be that sort of lead action star kind right. of role. Whereas in a lot of the other films, he's kind of more, there's actiony elements, but he's not like fighting. He's not like, he's more just running around. Yeah. I, you know? I, I liked him as Nux in um, Mad Max. Yeah. I thought he was good there actually. There's some actual elements in this that reminded me of that. Yeah. I, I Maybe this is like a, a spiritual successor characters right. for him. <laughs> but like even in that film, if you think about it, like he's mostly just sitting around and driving. Yeah. You know, so and he's yelling. sitting around driving this one. Yeah. So, uh, but he was a, he was a secondary character. Mm-hmm. You know, he had very, he had an important you know set of scenes but it wasn't like the main character right um i don't know i i i'm not super excited felicity jones i'm loving yeah i think she's been involved in some really good projects done some really good things so i'm excited to see her take on this role and hopefully i don't know love believes the best matt so i'm trying we'll see okay yeah. okay rate yeah. this thing what would you on a scale one to ten sort of yeah um probably five <laughs> i'll go four four yeah, yeah. okay I'll go four. i'm 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 more willing to, I can, I think with a lot of action films like this, I know going into it that it's probably not going to be like competent with story structure and Mm -hmm. it's not asking a lot out of me. So I can kind of switch off some elements. I know you're like that too, but I like race movies. I like, you know, movies of people driving around in cars and trying to, you know, hit each other and stuff. So I can do, I can, that's pretty easy for me to turn on my brain. It's just, it's really going to get upset at me if they're trying to go one of two things either they go way too stupid with it or they go way too far into like we're trying to have depth when it's not there <laughs> right that yeah. will end up really ticking me off yeah, yeah. so yeah a five and a four nice there you go all nice. right uh moving on then what's the next film the next film is rock dog yes. before i tell you what this is about <laughs> it's a rock dog i saw i took my my two oldest boys to go see the lego batman movie this weekend yes and there were like five previews okay. for upcoming films. And I remember thinking right after all those previews, like, wow, there is a lot of really not very good looking uh, <laughs> animated films coming out this yeah. next year. Like, Where's Pixar? Right. Pixar? Yeah. And DreamWorks. It's like, DreamWorks. none of this looks good to me. And yeah. Rock Dog was one of those. Yeah. So let's get a synopsis here. Um, when a radio falls from the sky into the hands of a wide eyed uh, Tibetan Mastiff, he leaves home to fulfill his dream of becoming a musician, setting, in emotion a, uh, setting into motion a series of completely unexpected events. So, um, now let, let me look at this too, because I want to make sure I got some. So, it's it's got Luke Wilson, you have Eddie Lizard, you have J.K. Simmons, Lewis Black, Keenan Thompson, uh, Mae Whitman, uh, uh, let's see here. Jorge Garcia, Matt Dillon. There's a ton of people. Sam Elliott. Um, so I will say the one positive for me, Matt, with okay. this film, 
I think they really nailed the look of a Tibetan Mastiff. You're I right. I think they got the look down. <laughs> nobody's nobody's going to mistake him for an American Mastiff. Yeah, and people have been, we've been wanting a film about a Tibetan Mastiff that knows how to play the guitar for so long. I know, it's. we just need that kind of diversity in our life. Seriously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I will say this, I'm all kidding aside, I'm glad they're at least trying something. Right. It does feel like a bit of like a spiritual success. No, I keep saying spiritual success for stuff, but it does feel like <laughs> a bit of like a playoff of uh, Kubo and the Two Strings. Oh, really? Okay. Which came out last year. I don't know if that is at all accurate, but I don't know. We'll I feel see. like they're trying to be playoff of Sing. Potentially. Yeah. I could see that too. It's kind of maybe- Like maybe, follow your dreams and yeah. do this. Maybe yeah. the guy was really inspired by La La Land and was like, follow your dreams and make an animated movie. And I could about see a, that, yeah. A Tibetan Mastiff. Yeah. Um, okay. So the, the trailer is, that I saw was mainly about, so he's he's got this dream to be a musician. He's got this like makeshift like home guitar and then he hears- uh, you know, radio falls from like, um, and a bunch of other stuff from like an airplane or yeah, something like that. As it would, right? And survive, <laughs> and survive. And <laughs> I'm he's guessing like, physics could kind of get thrown out of the window with this one, just right? And he listens to a, a broadcast of someone who's like, "You need to follow your dreams and and do this thing." And then he's like, he tells his dad, and it does a traditional like his dad's like, "You're not gonna do this. You're gonna be a watchdog or yeah, whatever." Yeah. And um, which is like they, they actually sh- almost. well here's the thing they show that resolution in the trailer like his, <laughs> yeah his part. dad's his dad's like um his dad's like you go you go pursue your dream or whatever it is <laughs> so you've got the beginning and you've got the end right. for the most part <laughs> um, yeah but oh man none of the jokes were funny Mm-mm. um the animation reminds me of that terrible movie that came out last year called Norm of the North. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of what's that show, John, Jimmy Rock, Jimmy Rocket, just something like, I forget the name of the show, but it's like a Nickelodeon show. It looks like to me this would be a kid's television show right. that they just somehow stretched out into a full length. Sometimes that happens. I wouldn't be surprised if that were the case, honestly. But man, I don't know. It wasn't funny. The kids didn't laugh. Yeah. They're they're usually good like test audience when I go when they t- when they come with me you know if if they're laughing at something all right yeah sorry Jimmy Neutron boy genius okay that's <laughs> what I was talking about Johnny Rockets <laughs> yeah Johnny Rockets yeah. <laughs> it it's it looks like a like the studio for that show like upgraded their computers a little bit and they decided they wanted to make a film I don't know <laughs> they, up, uh, they upgraded so, the computers to the uh, 2010 <laughs> model yeah I I I like Eddie Izzard I like J K Simmons yeah there's great voice acting and yeah talent. I mean Luke Wilson is kind of like one of those guys that he's not really funny to me he's more just kind of like there right a lot of times he's there to be like a character that other people bounce off of he's kind of the straight man right so it's it's interesting they'd put him kind of as the lead role in this I, I mean he's great in Zoolander don't get me wrong right I thought he was hilarious in that but I, I, I don't know I or sorry no that's his brother not Luke Wilson okay, sorry okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's Owen yeah Owen about. Wilson <laughs> Luke Wilson yeah I mean he again. He kind of plays this flat character that people kind of they bounce things off of. Right. So I, I'm I'm not super excited to see this. I'm no. I'm probably less excited to see this than I am for Collide um, by far. Right. Yeah. So um, if you like the suspense horror thriller genre, get out. Yeah. Go go. Not watch Rock get Dog. Out. Yeah. However, I will say this. I've learned in the past never to underestimate the power of a children's film. <laughs> when there's nothing else out, says a man who has kids. He knows right. This. Yeah. So when there's nothing else out, uh, you got to give it credit to that. It's you know, 
parents yeah. want to take their kids to something. So yeah. they're going to see this because they've already had the opportunity to see Lego Batman. However, yeah. I still think Lego Batman is going to crush this film. Oh, for sure. I think it'll probably do equal number, if anything. I mean, I, I'm, I'm guessing they'll probably do equal ticket sales, even right. though they're both going to be, you know, Lego Batman will have been out a lot longer at that yeah. point. The other thing I'd say is this is being directed by Ash Brannon, and he was the director for another animated film called Surf's Up. Okay. Which some people saw and kind of did okay. Like mm-hmm. some people liked it. That, yeah. that was. There's a sequel coming out of that soon. Is there? Yeah. I did not know that, but I, it doesn't like. That's not shocking to me that he right. would have directed this one prior because it was. It kind of felt like. It, the same style of film, right? You know, more of like the kiddiness. Mm-hmm. Whereas the cool thing about a lot of animated films these days, like DreamWorks and um, Kubo and the Two Strings and all that, they're they're kind of like genre of film with the stop motion animation and with Pixar. They're making films that are can be animated but adult in nature right? and kind of have like an adult thematic feel to them. This one very much feels like that kind of same old tried and true kid thing, which is, you know, kid wants to accomplish his goal and his dream, comes up against forces that try and stop him and then finds the courage and the ability to right. to overcome. And, you know, that's basically where we're going to go with the film. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I my excitement level, mm-hmm. let's do that. Should we do a scale one to ten excitement level? <laughs> one. Okay, excitement <laughs> level. Does it measure? Three. Yeah. Minus? Yeah. Three minus? Three uh, minus two, yeah. maybe a one. Let's okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'd probably put it around a three, like yeah. 2.5, three. Yeah. <laughs> I'll probably end up seeing it just because if I have to go see, I, I, I'm, you know, That's if right. I have to go see it, I, I'm probably more inclined to see this than get out right. just because you love horror and yeah. I'm like, okay with horror. Yeah. So I'll probably be the one to see so I can review it, but I'm taking one for the team, Matt. Thank you. I appreciate it. No problem. So awesome. Uh, what else do we want to go over to? I think we got some news, right? Yeah, we do have some news items. I want to jump over to this. Okay. Um, funny story. Uh, just a few days ago, we were talking about how... <laughs> I think we've talked about this twice now, right? I know, so, yeah. yes. So, funny story. Uh, we just, you know, a couple of days ago, we were talking about how Matt Reeves was in talks to potentially direct the next Batman movie, standalone yeah. Batman and movie. and how you're like, that is so great. It's going to be a chance for him to, like, show us that he really could be something. It could be his, his first movie that he really breaks out in and yeah, so we're all just, this good stuff. We're just now hearing that uh, he has dropped out of, yeah. of being in talks. Another one bites directing. the dust. Man, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I DC's got some issues. They've they've gone through a revolving wheel of directors with yeah. the Flash now. Yeah. Uh, now with um with with Batman, uh, it was going to be Ben Affleck stopped. You know, he's out, and then now yeah. it's going to be Matt Reeves, and now now he's out. I don't, I don't know if we're looking at anybody potentially, but I haven't heard any news of them looking for anybody yet. I I know that they went. You know, of course, they always went like, "Whoa, we've got plenty of people in talks," and he's not necessarily out. They always make it sound as best as possible, right. but they haven't really. There's been no leaks of any news of any specific people that might be attached to it. Right. It definitely really. You lose one director, it says potentially, well, maybe this just wasn't the right project for them. Maybe there was elements that just weren't working for them or something. You lose two directors, especially a guy like Matt Reeves, who really, I mean, what does he have to lose? It's not like he's doing like bad projects, but it's not like he's he's got some other series of films that have like, you know, are blowing it out of the water right, right now. That's kind of telling me something. There's got to be some sort of studio meddling of some yeah, sort. It's either that to me or definitely script. Right. You know, because they have a script that's been written and they're doing polishes on it. Yeah. But supposedly, I mean, that's one of the main issues that Ben Affleck even talked about right. when he was on board. Right. So, I mean, yeah, we've actually technically, this is the third director 
No, this is second, the second director. Yeah, the, the Flash went through three. Right, Actually, yeah. they're still trying to figure out the Flash. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see about they're that one. Page but one yeah, so two two directors. But it, it tells me that maybe the script has got some issues as well, potentially. Yeah, for sure. So we'll see what happens. I DC's got to figure something out because they're having they're having a hard time with their their properties and yeah. I mean, you don't hear stuff like this happening at. I mean, I hate to make the comparison because they want to try and be different. I'm sure they champion each other on in their own way, but um, you don't hear stuff like that at Marvel happening. Yeah. Not to the extent of this. I mean, you can you can refer, reference back to Edgar Wright with the Ant Man thing, but that yeah. was a completely different story. And that actually that movie actually still turned out good. Right. It did. And then you also, I mean, Joss Whedon, who did the first couple Avenger films, right. said that he wasn't going to come back after the second one because of issues that he had had. But you know, it still turned out to be a good film. I liked Ultron, yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't know. It's it's really hard to say. They've they've had such a consistent. I mean, maybe this is a good thing. Maybe they are going to have to come to grips that they're just not doing something right. So instead of us constantly getting these bad films that get spit out because they have to do something, right? Maybe they're going to have to look like take a long hard look in that mirror and go, we're so, doing something wrong, right? So. <laughs> Here and, and and this is great actually because this kind of ties into the next news story I want to yes. talk about. Cool. Um, is another <laughs> yeah. another rumor they have going on yeah. is is that Mel Gibson might be <laughs> in talks to direct the next Suicide Squad movie. Okay. Okay. So yeah. here's the thing: Mel Gibson is not the type of person no. that will take anything from the studio. He's not gonna he's not gonna listen to them. He's not if he's in talks to do yeah. it. I know he's signing on. He's signing something that says you need to let me make my movie or I'm not making it. Yeah, I so part of me says that, part of me also says that he's still trying to recover from all of the news stuff, all of the bad press, all of the yeah. I mean, he did make a good comeback with um Hacksaw. Uh, Hacksaw Ridge and he got a lot of good, you know, publicity for that, but he is still there's still a lot of people in the think in the studio world that he kind of has that bad that left that bad taste in his mouth. So what he might be doing here is he might be attempting to take on a more commercially like commercial type film that would be like mainstream successful broke back or broke back. (laughs) Holy cow. Hacksaw was, was still, it's a war movie. It's an R rated war movie. You know, (laughs) definitely not broke back. Holy cow. I don't even know where that came from, but he's taken on a project there. That's an R rated action film, you know, where this is more of a family, there would be more of a family fair PG 13 kind of action, mainstream blockbuster type film. So it could be that I agree. Mel Gibson mm. usually doesn't take on projects that are that he doesn't have a good sense of and a good feel for what that film could be or right. how it would look as far as directing it. But I don't know what he's thinking. I, it seems weird to me that he would be considered. Yeah, I get that idea that um, he's trying to like get in, get onto the good side, back onto the good side of everybody. I, I obviously he's he, it's going to take forever for him to you know, fully get to that point just because of some of the stuff that he's done in his past, but he's, he's a brilliant filmmaker. Yeah. And so I think, um, I think I don't, I don't see it happening unless it's, unless it's his vision for it. And I don't think that he's, I don't, I personally don't think that he would do something like that. Cause I know coming, uh, with interviews out from Hacksaw Ridge, he has like, he wrote several scripts mm-hmm. of, for different films he wants to work on in the past. Why would he waste his time doing something like this? Yeah. So I, I, I feel like he would I feel like he would put his own stamp on it and do it that way. Yeah. I will say this, with his experience and with his eye, let's say let's say he does um does it even without full full control. Mm-hmm. I do say that there's a lot 
more potential for it to be a better film than the <laughs> I would first agree one. With that. <laughs> it would actually make me a bit more excited. And and I'm going to be very clear and say that I don't support the, the comments or the actions of Mel Gibson. Right. You know, when he made all those derogatory comments and everything, I don't support those. But he did do good films. He did do good directing. And he never turned out anything that I was like, well, that's garbage. Yeah. You know, yep. he never really had a misstep there. His missteps more came outside of, out of film. So yeah. um, I would be excited in the sense of, yeah, this is a film that probably would turn out decently. Yeah. But again, at this point for me, I don't want to say too much until there's more <laughs> word of him actually being We'll on probably board. find out tomorrow that he's dropped <laughs> out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they couldn't, I, it, <laughs> this is saying a lot, but they couldn't have done much worse with the first movie. You know what I mean? Right, in right, my mind. Right. So it's like any, there's room for a lot of improvement. Any, yep. any new options would potentially be an improvement for me. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Um, so anyways, that's that. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about in the news world. Yep. Now I, I actually heard about this um, relatively recently, and I think the big there's there's a lot of elements to this. Uh, so you have the Cohen brothers. Yes, they've recently been uh, they're they're in talks to to rework and uh, remake the script for a newer iteration of Scarface. Yes. Okay. So um, they're still trying to find a director, though. So they're they're looking at Peter Berg, which I already told you about. I really really like. Yeah. Um, and then they have. Um, they're also talking about uh, having Diego Luna, who mm-hmm. was in Rogue One more, more recently, um, play Tony. So yeah. main guy. Yeah. So there's a- aspects of this that I like. Yeah. First off, and then there's other that I don't. <laughs> so the Coen Brothers. I don't know how I feel about that. As far as the Scarface film, it's crazy to me. That's weird. Because they do their thing that they do so well. It's quirky, like. It's quirky kind of indie type feel yeah. movies that are more, dr- like they're drama actions. Right. Drama, I don't know what you, I mean, even No, no Country for Dram-actions. Old Men. actions. Yeah, which was very much an action-y sort right. of suspense film. Had real dramatic tension to it and dramatic feel. Like even just the coin toss scene. Right. You know, whereas Scarface, if you think of the first Scarface movie, it's well known for, it It almost satires like action films, but it also is just because of the amount of violence and the amount of drug usage and it like almost, it, it, it shines like a, like a, not just shines a light onto the idea of a gangster like you know, Tony Montana yeah. um, becoming Tony Montana. Tony Montana, you know? Who are you going to... You know, it's like, (laughs) it's surreal in a way. It goes so crazy with it and so big with it that it takes on this, like, surreal level of reality. And even in the way they shot it and staged things, it just feels, like, bigger than life. Right. And that's not really a Coen Brother thing. You know what I mean? They don't take on films that are, like, larger than life. Their films tend to be a lot more intimate, Mm -hmm. a lot more well-connected with the characters. So, I will say this. If they're going to do this film... It actually does make sense for them to put a person like Diego Luna in it because I think that would be the kind of character that they would have in a Scarface type film and they would very much try to make this film, I think, more grounded. It would probably come across much more as like a real person actually who's doing this, who's going into this world of, you know, mobsters and drugs and everything like that. So what are your thoughts, Matt? Right, yeah. So Diego Luna, I feel like I really can't give a good perspective on because i've only seen him in rogue one yeah um but i I do know that he has a a body of work that people do appreciate yeah so i think that um i think that there could be possibilities there in rogue one i don't feel like he tapped any of that uh emotional 
heft and weight and even charisma for that matter um, yeah. that it would be necessary to play Tony, but yeah. um, we'll see. I don't know. Um, I'd say the one big thing for me is Peter Berg. I'm a huge, right. huge fan of him. So that's the other thing I don't know if we mentioned. So Peter Berg, director of Lone Survivor yep. and a bunch of other recent films, mm-hmm. is signed on to potentially be taking the helm as directing it. Yeah, yeah, I did mention that. Oh, so did you? Okay. The, the big thing with that is, um, yeah, Lone Survivor, uh, more recently, Deepwater Horizon and uh, Patriot's Day, which yeah. both came out last year. Dude is busy. Yeah. Um, but he, uh, yeah, I I love his, Patriot's Day is one of my favorite movies of, of last year. Yeah. Um, I really, really liked it. It's heavy, but handled with care. The acting was great. I think it's Wahlberg's best performance. I think Peter Berg was able to pull that out of him. Yeah. Um, so if they go with that route, I think that it'd be in good directing hands. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, I hated Hail Caesar. <laughs> yeah. I did too. Um, and so Pretty I, bad. yeah, I didn't like Hail Caesar at all. If they can, if they can just tap into maybe expound on their, you know, uh, no country. Yeah. I think that would be. It'll be interesting to see what this kind of a team up would be because obviously these people have not worked together. Peter Berg's never worked with the Coen brothers and Peter Berg comes from, you know, he did Battleship way back in 2012 and, but he's moved on and he's doing these more kind of like real. I, I kind of give him a pass for Battleship <laughs> because yeah. of these last three films. I feel like Battleship was like he needed a vehicle to do bigger films like right. this maybe. I mean, he did Hancock too. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I didn't, I thought Hancock was okay, I, but it, it felt like at that point he was still kind of just taking on the films that the studio maybe wanted him to do. Right, and then right. he started taking on films that were like real in a sense. Yeah. And his films, they're action, but they're also drama but he hasn't done something like Scarface in my mind mm-hmm. that's kind of like this, you know, surreal type environment with its own sense of reality to it. Right. But we'll see. I mean, it's, obviously it's, Battleship did, but that was, they tried to be grounded with it. They just failed right, miserably. Right, right, right. Same with Hancock. But <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I don't know. It's a combination of all yeah. three. We'll just have to see. I mean, there's there's talent, definitely yeah. talent in all three of those. It's so a big question mark to me. I, I think we'll have to just wait and see kind of what happens with that. Yep. Um, but yeah, other than that, the last thing I want to see, and this kind of brought a lot of uh, joy to my day, <laughs> is uh, Donald Glover and James Earl Jones have been respectively cast as the voices of Simba and Mufasa in uh, John Favreau's uh, live Lion action. King live yeah. action. Well, which is funny. We mm-hmm. say live action, um, considering that the Lion King doesn't have any human uh, interaction. <laughs> live in animal it. action. Right. So he did. If you're it not aware, right. So he did. <laughs> he did. Uh, the Jungle Book more recently this yeah. last year, which I really liked. And um, it just, you know, for the most part, had one human in it. Lion King doesn't have any. Yeah. But just if we're just talking about the news, Donald Glover is great. Yeah. I love Donald Glover. He's He's got a lot going on. And I talked about this on our website too, but it just seems like we have... Disney, who owns mm-hmm. um, Star Wars and both this property, yep. um, is, you know, they cast Donald Glover over on their Star Wars side as uh, young Lando. Mm-hmm. Now they're like, let's bring him over to the, you know, the our animated, revisited, live action side or whatever we're calling it. Yep. And 
I think it's great. He's going to be doing Simba. I think it's awesome. Apparently, Jonathan Taylor Thomas is way too busy. <laughs> he's got, just got so many autographs he's I still know. signing from he's, the original. <laughs> yeah, so he's he's just way too busy to come back and do it. But yeah. I think it is incredible that they're going with James Earl again for Mufasa. I think that is awesome. I think that is awesome. Yeah, I hope he manages to keep alive for, I know. until they get it done. But uh, I know. he's getting up there. He's a great He's a great guy, great voice actor. I, I think Donald Glover is a really good person to sign on here. I love yeah. him in community yeah um i thought he did a, a really good job there i he, obviously he went through this period of doing kind of music and his own thing and i think he did yeah. some voiceover work and stuff and um adventure time as well yeah, yeah so yeah. i i'm like i'm totally cool with him coming in and doing the voices and i think he do a great job but then it'll be cool to see him in the han solo film as well i have my own opinions about han solo which we can talk about at some point i'm not super excited about that at the moment yeah we'll we talk talked about, about that. that a little bit a yeah. few episodes back yeah. but yeah, we'll see. As for this news, I am pumped. I, I liked what Favreau did with the Jungle Book. I think that if he, he could bring that sensibility to the Lion King, he did a lot to honor the original, mm-hmm. um, but not to make it too much of a copy. But Made it, it its own thing, but yeah, it was right. yeah, still honoring, yeah. And it, it, it wasn't an overbearing musical either. Like, it had some music in it, yeah. but it wasn't like a musical. Right. Right. So I I think they do that with this. Although I did own the Lion King soundtrack and that was pretty, uh, it was on tape actually. Did you want to be a Mighty King? Yeah, I did want to be Mighty (laughs) King. So enemies beware. Okay. Are you still working on that, Roy? Yes, I'm still working on it. Yep. It's all good. Cool. Yeah. Well, awesome, Matt. It's super awesome, Tastic. And that's really actually all we have for our upcoming and news segment. There you go. Um, So I think the biggest thing here, guys, is let us know what's going on. Yeah. Let us know what's happening. Let us know what questions you have. You can actually reach us over at realreviewmedia at gmail.com mm-hmm. and uh, send us an email. Let us know what's happening. Uh, we You can visit our website, check out what news items we have going on over there. We try and update that actually pretty frequently. Yes. And that's at realreviewmedia.com. Again, real spelled R-E-E-L. And um, you can find us on facebook.com slash realreviewmedia. Yeah. And, uh, Don't forget that Facebook. Y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget that at all. And uh, Instagram too. Check it out. Real Review Media. So, um, are we on Insta? That's we are, wow, man. That's, that's cool. That's 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 happening. That's awesome. So, other than that, um, anything else you want to add? Nah, that's it. That's it. Well, hey, guess what? It's been real. It's been real. <laughs>